Simcup. You're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. We're broadcasting from Insights, which is Ceridian slash Dayforce's uh, user conference. And um, I say the slash because Ceridian is becoming Dayforce in January. And uh, it's really, really exciting. We're in the Expo Hall. All the new branding or the logos out, at least. And it is gorgeous. There's a great energy to it. And uh, we're interviewing partners and customers and executives. And so I've got some in on right now. So uh, would you do us a favor and introduce yourself and what you do for Dayforce? For sure. Firstly, thanks for having me. Sorry. I really appreciate it. So my, my name is Soman. I am the general manager of all of our talent products. So that is recruiting, onboarding on the talent acquisition side. And on the talent management side, it's performance, compensation, succession, oh, cool. uh, learning, engagement, our new product called Career Explorer. Yeah. So it is a comprehensive suite of talent products. Well, that's fantastic. Because do you all call, still call those modules? Are they modules or you call them, are they products? Like what, how do you, what's the verbiage? We, it would, uh, you can get them all in yeah, a, yeah. a talent suite of products, but yeah, we still call them modules. Right, so, right, yeah. right, right. And uh, people like to use them as synonyms, as I would assume that just like, it's a product, it's a module, it's, you know, it's recruiting. hundred percent. Exactly. hundred percent. Right, right. So when we first met and talked, you had a startup uh, called Ideal Candidate that then became Ideal. And you were early on in AI. You were early on in matching. You were early on with a lot of stuff. I believe you're based out of Toronto. You got it. Yeah. yeah not yeah. many people know that. So we were ideal candidate yep. and we were in touch with you back then. Sorry? So you're uh, one of our early supporters. So thank you for that. No worries. Idealcandidate.com. We didn't have the funds to get ideal.com. And so uh, that was a true story. Yep. So we, we started the company with uh, ideal candidate. And it was, it was matching employees right. to jobs, but more, almost like a job board. Right. And, and then we soon realized that attracting candidates is a very expensive proposition. 100%. And we took that technology and we decided let's start selling it to large enterprises as a system of intelligence that sits on top of their system of record. And so that uh, morphed into ideal, ideal.com when yep. the company was doing better. And yep. then we we're like, okay, let's get that domain name. We actually got a good deal on that domain name. That's an FYI because it was owned by Ideal Printers and uh, he was retiring, got him at the right time. And then we started partnering with companies like all startups do. And yep. Ceridian Dayforce, Dayforce, at that point, Ceridian was, uh, you know, they looked at us as a, a partner that they could white label our technology. Right. And we built a wonderful relationship with them. And that ended up with uh, an acquisition. And David's in Toronto. At least part of, part of the time, right? And so he's a wonderful supporter of startups. He's started up several companies himself and funded uh, several companies, et cetera. So I, I would assume that he just fell in love with what you were doing and just it's off to the races. And at one point, it's like, we really want you to then come over here and not just the technology. 100%. And, and yeah. look, part of the reason we're here, obviously, the I can talk about data and the technology. There's a huge advantage there. Right. But uh, guys like David, are uh, part of the reason we're here. 100%. And, and so he's a, a, in Toronto, oh, globally, he is a well-known entrepreneur. Uh, personally, I can learn a lot from him. And uh, I think that's part of the appeal. And, yeah. and you're right. He has done this many times over. And, yeah. 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 You just don't bet against. It's yeah. really, well, is the, the learn there is you just don't bet against. That's right. Period. Hard stop. Um, all right. Let's talk a little bit about the announcement. So uh, here we are at Insights, all kinds of good stuff. Like I said, we We've talked to partners and customers and executives, et cetera. We really haven't done a lot of what like announcements last year, we focused a lot on wallet 
which was really cool. And obviously the major announcement is day force. Uh, do you have any other stuff that's up your sleeve in terms of announcements? The big one for us, there's a couple of big ones. The one I like to focus on is uh, Dayforce Exchange. Mm. So this is our, well, it, it is our ability to connect and kind of address the boundless workforce. So if we, if you look at talent specifically, right. we have something called a talent exchange. So you have Dayforce Exchange as an umbrella, and then you have three pillars underneath that. The talent exchange, the solution exchange, and the partner exchange. Oh, cool. So the talent exchange is really interesting because it addresses internal talent, external right. talent, right. and your alumni network. Oh, I love that. So think about internal talent. So we have a product called Career Explorer. Right. And it allows you to map out your career, generate learning paths and whatnot. We've extended that using the network concept to be able to connect to not just projects, but mentors in your company so you can gain new skills. Oh, I love that. External talent. So you can now fill projects as well as shifts using external talents from staffing agencies, gig marketplaces, right. and shift marketplaces. Right. And then the alumni network are just people that worked at your company right. and you can get them back in 100%. through uh, shifts. Per- yeah. Exactly. So it, it's, it's really looking at the complete talent life cycle. 100%. And giving you end-to-end visibility into that in a seamless way. Because right. people already use gig workers. They already use staffing agencies. But the systems are separate and right. it's not cohesive. Right. You can't look at talent in one view. So that's the big announcement there is the Dayforce Exchange, the talent exchange, which does that. And then the, 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 the two other pillars uh, are the solution exchange, which is content like dashboards, right. uh, widgets. And then on the other side, the partner exchange is Companies like EY, uh, BDO, that, oh, yeah. that you can connect with. Them. Oh, yeah. I love that. What I love about the relationship is like human beings can only have one of three relationships with a company. They're either a candidate, an employee, or alumni. That's it. And y'all, y'all have tackled all of those. We want those to mesh together. We think it's in genius. the world of work, they are going to mesh together because people want to have flexibility in the way that they work. Right. And we want to be able to provide our customers with that flexibility. What's, where are your customers push you in terms of skills? Because first of all, I love the relationship. I can see then either before that or after that, people then saying, okay, but I need to know the skills, the breadth and depth of the skills of the different people, external, internal, alumni, et cetera. What, what do you see next there? Because you got you have a wonderful vista across all of talent, not just from onboarding or recruiting or sourcing. You go all the way across. And skills are, I mean, obviously everyone's talking about skills, but I can see people then falling in love with, okay, now you've, now you've created this. I want to know more about the skills of all of these people. And I want to know it in real time ish. So we have a product called day four skills engine, which we, uh, which we announced last year actually, but, uh, we, we are expanding on that. Right. So you're right. And the, the huge advantage of Dayforce is that we can take skills from performance, learning, applicant tracking, uh, the recruiting system. And we keep an inventory of skills on a person as well as at a company level. Oh, so nice. you can drill down from, uh, you know, from a company level to a person. What you have and what you don't have. Yeah. And so when you think about career pathing, career pathing is figuring out a skills gap. So we look at, say someone says they want to be a, a chief marketing officer. You just spoke to Eric, chief <laughs> marketing officer, right? But I'm, a chief, I'm an intern in marketing right now. Right. So with the skills engine, it figures out what skills do you have now? Then it looks at your chief marketing officer. What skills does that person have? It then figures out the delta and then uses machine learning for recommendations. Traditionally, we've done recommendations around learning. 
Now, through the uh, talent exchange, we're adding mentors and projects. So for example, if you had a mentor in the company that had a skill that you don't have, you will then be matched that mentor and then you can connect to that person internally so you can gain those skills. Right. So that's um, that's our view of skills. I love it, that. It's, it's, it's really cohesive across the the talent lifecycle. Right. It's a, it's a thread that's woven all the way through everything that they do. Everything. Everything. Genius. Yeah. Where do you see uh, kind of the large language models playing into some of the things that you're doing? It's all around the new announcement around co-pilots. Right. Specifically when it comes to talent, you know, things like job descriptions. Uh, and so that's, I wouldn't say that's an easy one. That's, that's kind of like the yeah. home run, easy right. work case, but we're also doing it with, uh, development plans oh, as cool. well as performance reviews, getting all the data that we have within our system at a customer level and being able to combine that using LL- large language models and being able to help suggest, not write, right, right, right. suggest right. performance right. reviews as oh, well as that. generate career paths using a chat like interface. Oh, I love that. So that, that. interfaces with Career Explorer. Now, that was the one announcement, or was that two? That, uh, we had a bunch of co-pilot announcements. Yeah, yeah. That was just specific to talent. Now, and then we specific. have one for HR service delivery. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bunch of other ones. Oh, my goodness. That is so cool. And because you're sitting on so much data, these things are going to be able to learn about that organization, about that industry, the size of company, global, all kinds of fun stuff. And again, becoming their co-pilot and feeding questions back. And information back and learning from itself is just, that's fabulous. That's the advantage of Dayforce. And even when we were looking before we were uh, acquired, it was like, what's the advantage of Dayforce? It's that single database. Right. Because you can't run machine learning easily, if not at all, if you don't have it in a continuous data set. Right. The example I like to give is, you know, Google. If you only train Google on who clicked on the ad, it wouldn't be that powerful. That's right. But they know who bought a product because those e-commerce websites tell them. That's right. And so, you know, typically in talent, you just knew who clicked on a job ad or who applied to a job and then you don't know how, you don't have the rest of it is. Right. That's where we're really strong is we have who got the job. What was their performance review like? Yeah. It's how a, long did they stay for? It's a source of truth. It's a source of truth end to end. Favorite part of insights. This insights, because I know you've been before, but what, what have you loved this about this week? I think, okay, apart from the technology, because yep, we can talk check. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. check. I, I think the customer energy is huge this year. I think it's getting better and better every year. I think um, objectively, if you ask people, the positivity about the new brand has been super exciting. Everyone's like, yep, you should have did this five years ago. And so I think just the energy around our customers and partners, our partner ecosystem has grown dramatically. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, for us, the main difference from uh, customers are always excited. I, I think the excitement level is 11 out of 10 this year. But the partner excitement, I think, is an outlier this year. Agreed. Yep. I couldn't agree more. The two things that uh, I, I picked up on just this last year is the energy that you've got globally that I didn't know about before or I hadn't kind of, it hadn't really tracked for me before. And the ecosystem that y'all have built and it'd be built around you is genius. And I was talking to, uh, I think it was VidCruiter yesterday, and he was saying, you know what we're doing? We're working with the recruiting team, the module, the team, et cetera, the product team, and we're building what they don't build. So like, we're going transparent. Here's our roadmap. There's your roadmap. Whatever you're not building, we want to build. And whatever you're building, we don't want to build. And I'm like, that's how it should be done. You know? I love the recruiter uh, guys. Um, yeah. And so I have a good relationship with them. And, and they're absolutely right. No, I used to be on the other side, right. working with companies, that trying helps. to part with them, partner with them. 
And so I was like, how do we change this? We want to work better with you. And, you know, we don't want to compete with your products. Let's exactly what you said. Let's work from a product perspective. We're a product led company. And so I think that's really going to help software partners like BigCruiter. And and look, they are, they do, they're doing amazing stuff. Right. And I think you do that with every one of them. Like I talked to a lot of your SIs, a lot of your uh, folks that help with implementations and stuff. And everyone was high on like, you know, this is the company that's going places. And I was, I was just talking to Eric about, it feels like, even though the company's 40-ish years old, it feels like a startup. Like, I don't know if you feel that because you actually ran a startup. <laughs> I always tell people, you, usually when a company gets acquired, yeah. the founders don't stick around. 100%. Right? 100%. And I think this is an environment where we are like a big startup. So when you talk to our customers, they're like, wow, you guys innovate really quickly. Yes. Yes. Are we, are we, uh, and you know, we put out product features very quickly because we're like a big startup. And I think that comes down from, uh, the leadership and, um, and, and how we, you know, if you email David at any time, he gets back to you and that's how a startup is, you that's, know, like no yeah. one's time is customers are first and you oh, need yeah. to respond ASAP. So I think that comes from the top and I think it is, uh, it is super positive. That's a great mentor for like, again, for you to be able to be around that and understand you are already a great startup founder anyhow, but to have that around you, it's just a great resource just to be able to tap and understand. I don't think he sleeps. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he does it, so, but, but seriously, yeah. I don't think he sleeps. Yeah, he probably doesn't sleep that much. Or he's got a body double or something. I don't know how he's doing it, but he's doing it. Um, where do you, where do you see kind of talent like in 24? Where do you, where do you see some of the things that you like to do in talent? I think we really want to focus on the boundless workforce concept and yeah. really going to the next step. So right now, for example, we have internal mentors at a company. The next step is to open that to external mentors. Oh, there, yeah. You might not have the right mentor at a company right. and we don't want that to be a stumbling block for a country. So maybe there, you know, you can work with them. There's mentor market ships, right? right? 100%. Get, get them into our exchange so that you can connect to them. So it's really opening up the doors so a company is not limited to the resources and the skills that they have, and they can open it to other skills. So that's, it's not just about someone picking up a shift. It's, it's really about the cohesive overall structure of the story of, right. hey, there's content out there. There's mentors out there. Let's get them all together so that a company can really grow their employees and help them meet their career aspirations. I love that's, that. that's the goal. I love that. I love that because again, you're, you're tapping. It's, it's boundless. And I love that. It's not just about the four walls of your company. It's about four walls of the universe. And so there's mentors and coaches and people that can facilitate your growth outside of the company. Why would we make a barrier? Why I'm going to we... use that line, four walls of the universe. Yeah. I'm going to steal that from you. Yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yours. Um, I want to get your take on succession because I've, I struggle with succession. At least, at least historically I've uh, struggled with it because I just thought it was kind of a, kind of a way to, you know, re- kind of reward either friends or reward, you know, certain people, high potentials, high performers, et cetera. So a certain class of people. So I haven't seen anything modern in succession in a long time. And so I, I struggle with succession. So I'm just telling you my own personal struggles. What do you, what do you see in succession? I mean, you, you know, obviously you, you have it too. So what do you see in succession? Like, where do you see people using it and doing really well at it? So, so the way that we view it and the way that we came out with Career Explorer is that the problem mm. with succession is that it's limited to one-on-one relationships, as you just mentioned, right. between a person and a manager and a person. Right. The 
And why that happens is that most companies don't understand the career aspirations of their employees at scale. Uh-huh. If you have 10 people, sure. Yeah, yeah. If you have 1,000 or 10,000, no. there's no way. No. So one of the reasons you want career pathing tools like Career Explorer is because employees will input what they want to be. Right. And that feeds right into succession. So imagine you're looking for the next, I'll use a chief marketing officer <laughs> example, <laughs> but, oh, but you might not realize there are 10 people at your company with that very same goal. Right. That feeds right into succession. Hey, let's look at these 10 people right. who have put the last five years into getting to that goal. Right. You need a systematic way at scale to do that. And to me, that's the future of succession is understanding the aspirations of your employees, giving them the skills to get there, and then rewarding them once they've put that time in. So that's um, how we look at it. I and that's that. why we put out Career Explorer. You see, that makes sense to me. That makes sense because you're dealing with aspirations and people's aspirations can change. 100%, yeah. And it's not personal. You know, it's not, again, you're not rewarding somebody one-to-one, et cetera. So I love that. Now, we got to ask you how you keep the finger on the pulse of both your customers and the things that they want to see with, you know, because you got an unlimited amount of products here and all the products have managers and they've got a list of things that they want to build and you've got customers and then they want certain things, et cetera. How do you balance kind of the the way that products are shaped, you know, and where do the inputs and how you kind of keep a finger on, yeah, do that, don't do this, et cetera. And some of that's competitive. You look outside, you're, you know, I mean, you have to understand what the market's doing, but how do you keep your finger on the pulse of those things? It's a mix of two. So we have the visionary stuff. So mm-hmm. I would say things like the day force exchange, competitors are not doing that. No. So they're, they're, we have to do things to make sure that our customers are happy. 100%. So like, but we also have to That's do things. And tackling. Exactly. But yeah. we also have things where we have to look at the future, yep. right? We have to make sure that the whole boundless workforce, that they, is a they future thinking. They can't tell you about that. No, they can't. Because they're not going to think the thought. Or, or they can, and but we need to execute on it. 100%. And trust me, our customers do come up with visionary stuff. Like it's, 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 it's pretty incredible. Okay. And so it's, it's, it's a combination of the two. How do we balance that? That is a conversation <laughs> with our CTO, Joe, with David. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then we figure, because they're so product-focused, so we, yeah. we, we kind of work together to, to figure that out. Um, but it is a, a, a look, I'm not going to say it's an easy thing oh, to no. do There's because, no no, you know, you, you, you have to make sure that customers are happy and, you know, everyone in product wants to do, you know, oh, yeah. visionary stuff and I'm me included. And, I, and so, I can see a lot of people emailing you and texting you and saying, have a great idea. I want to bump this up in the roadmap, et cetera. I, oh, need, yeah. I need five developers to do this, X, Y, and Z. You're constantly being bombarded with people's legitimate great ideas. Well, I, I, I make those emails to uh, our CTO and our, our CEO. We, we need to do this, 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 this. Um, and, and so, yeah. So you're, you're part of the problem. Um, what so I think, um, I, I just think, you know, how do we balance it? I, I, I think it's at a company of our size, it, right. it becomes, uh, it be, definitely becomes a balancing act. 100%. But I think we definitely lean on the, innovation side yeah. uh, a little bit more yeah, so yeah. i would think we still act like a startup 100 percent, and we definitely if you look at our press releases we definitely focus on innovation look our customers are very happy but we definitely still focus a lot on innovation we don't want to be a company that is just keeping the lights on right so that would be not something i'm here for you or, would you wouldn't be here i, I wouldn't be i know here, that no. i know yeah, that I about you you just wouldn't be here you, no, you'd already so. be on to your next startup and whatever the next thing so is the allure of staying here and and growing is we're very innovative that's yeah. that's how you keep founders when you acquire 
You just let them free. You let them loose on stuff and just go, hey, go bump into walls, go build that, go do whatever you, because it feels, it's like you're running your own startup inside of this thing that's really well-funded. So <laughs> you do all these crazy ideas. I mean, it's not unlimited funding, however. But the last question about this is, is the balancing between the products where you have to index, you know, maybe you hear more about what you should be doing in recruiting. Okay, totally get that. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, okay, but comps, you know, super important. How do we, how do you balance those two things and, and understanding where you index and over-index, et cetera? As a company, we've, in, just in talent, we've right. tried to break down any silos between our groups. Because oh, we cool. have definitely, yeah, it's because we want the talent product, I like that. truthfully, to be thought of as one product. Right. Because you don't want to move from. Well, core is thought of as is one product. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And talent, we want to. Traditionally, years ago, it wasn't thought of as one product. 100%. But realistically, performance should feed into succession. Succession should feed into a career uh, explore. Like, it should right. be one cohesive product. So right. we've taken down those boundaries. And how do we prioritize? It, 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 it's the same way we prioritize everything. There's a mix of vision and there's a mix of customer demands. Yeah. We, I wouldn't say we prioritize one over the other right, 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 um, right. in terms of modules, but you know, there are bigger modules than other. Obviously, our recruiting module is very, uh, a big part of our talent business. 100%. So we, that uh, maybe has more resources in, 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 you know, in, in, in certain times, but I, I don't think it's a, this always gets more resources. It's more fluid. Right. It has to be. And I love the, the one product. You look at it as one product. It's just different exchanges and all these, these feeding each other data. And we want our teams to work on other products. We don't right. want them to just learn recruiting and not understand talent management. Well, yeah. So if you have recruiting work with comp, then the, one of the things that those two should be closer on is offer letters. Onboarding, uh, offer letters. Right. Getting, right. Uh, getting equity awards into your offer letters. Like get that whole, that whole yeah. series of events. The silos kills people because it, it, it's like the recruiters don't even talk to comp people. Comp people don't, talk, don't even know who the recruiters are and they're not talking the same language. You've got a way with the way that you look at the product is like, no, these things are, these things are interconnected. The same, it's the same record from beginning to end. It's the same record. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Listen, I could talk to you all day, but <laughs> I know you got like stuff to do. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. And thanks everyone for listening until next time.